Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Tuesday. I'm your host, Buck Rising, from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford, the name that you know, the brand that you trust for nearly 40 years here in Middle Tennessee. Hit them up at tworiversford.com or go pay them a visit in Mount Juliet at the dealership. Two Rivers Ford is where you go. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Virtual tours available now. I've just posted one on the A to Z Sports Instagram story. You can go check it out for yourself at GaryAshton.com. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. That is where you go for uh, all of the money that you need to be making during tournament time. You're not going to make any money betting upsets tonight because Gonzaga is rolling right now. I expect to see the same thing happen to UCLA when they play Michigan later on this evening. But at this point, you need to be plugging in that promo code A to Z Sports because they'll give you other opportunities to make money. Of course, Brimac Mechanical, satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. They will treat you right just as they treat me with uh, putting me in my comfort zone when the seasons begin to change at Brimac Mechanical. Okay, let us uh, let us get going here tonight on the primetime show because uh, L-Train says, Buck, I owe you an apology. So my apologies. Well, why are you apologizing to me? Big Mac says, Buck Rising, Nashville's best media member. I don't know about all that, but we, uh, we appreciate you saying so. So I don't know why L-Train is apologizing to me, but... I know that the Tennessee Titans are not going to apologize for anything when they face the New Orleans Saints because that is what's happening in this new expanded NFL regular season. The league made the announcement today that the 17-game regular season would be made official, that teams from opposing conferences who finished in first place in their or in who finished in similar places in their respective divisions would play each other. So for the Titans, AFC South winners, the Saints, NFC South winners. Those are the two teams that will square off in the regular season. Now, we don't have dates yet at this point. We do know who they're playing at home and who they're playing on the road. We also know that the New Orleans Saints game will be an extra home game at Nissan Stadium for the Titans in 2021. So the question becomes, what is your biggest question? about the NFL new expanded schedule. Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. What is your biggest question about the NFL's regular season schedule expansion? We would appreciate your participation here on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. Dom Odell says, yo, man, I agree with everything you said on the radio show. This defense this team needs, period, needs to take on a meaner demeanor. Well, that is something that I talked about on the radio show, but not something that I'm talking about tonight on the primetime show. So I appreciate, Dom. And if you don't listen to my radio show on 104.5 The Zone, it's on from 10 to 1. We had a good show. We had a lot of fun today on the show. And it is worth you checking out in your favorite podcast app. In the comp or in uh, on, it's, it's uh, Buck Rising on 104.5 The Zone is all you have to search in your favorite podcast app. Bring it on. More football is always good. 
says Hal Laws. Anthony Hill says, I love it. 17-0 for the Tennessee Titans. Of course, Anthony. Why not make them, uh, why not make them, what would that be? Would that be 20-0 and if they were to advance and win the Super Bowl? Because they would play in the divisional round. They would play in the conference title game. And then they would win the Super Bowl in theory. So why not just make them a cool 20-0? and uh, Could a second bye week be possible in the future? Says Griffin Falk. I hope so for players. All right. Well, get in on it. Uh, get in on it on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. While you guys do that, I'll react to your comments, your questions here in a second, right after I remind you about the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. That is where you go for Nashville's headquarters for the 2021 Ford Bronco. That's where you go for the new F-150, the new electric Mach-E Mustang. It is in rotation now in uh, some of the new rideshare apps that I've seen. So you can take a cruise in a 2021 Ford Mustang. It will come to your home and you can go. That's hell. You don't even have to test drive it. You can ride around in it. Let somebody drive you around in it. Or you could go and test drive it yourself in Mount Juliet at Two Rivers Ford and enjoy the company of their non-commissioned sales staff. They'll treat you like family. That much I can promise you because they're some of the best people in this business to work with. And if you know anything about the car business, that is not something that you can say about everyone. That's something that I can certainly say about my friends at Two Rivers Ford, or if you want to go through the entire car purchasing process online, do so at tworiversford.com. Let me know what your questions are, your biggest questions are, about the expanded NFL schedule. 17 regular season games. There are some details in there that are important to note, and I'll read them. I'll I'll give you that information here in just a second on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. But let's get to some of your questions here tonight. Let us see. Uh, Derek Henry is breaking the single-season rushing record this year, says Justin Tomaselli. Well, I don't know if it's going to benefit Henry, but it's certainly going to benefit the quarterbacks. You're going to see quarterback numbers go through the roof with an extra regular season game. Uh, so what Griffin is asking, could a second bye week be possible in the future? I hope so for the players. Well, not under this current collective bargaining agreement. Now, if for whatever reason the owners allow for that to be opened back up and and renegotiated, which there would really be no reason for that to be the case, uh, it's going to remain as is, one bye week per team. And so that's it, it's, it brings up an interesting conversation, Griffin, because you don't know what the what that's going to do to roster construction. You don't know what that's going to do to competitiveness at the end of the year. How many more players will we see rested during the regular season where we might otherwise just see that happen in the preseason and for teams who have decided, who have already been decided as their division winners if they're already locked into a playoff spot. How much does this impact the competitiveness and teams trying to preserve their players for the postseason? That, uh, that remains to be seen. What about games across the pond, says Otis Bibbs. Well, if you listened to the radio show today, Otis, and if you didn't, that's okay because we had Ben Fisher on from Sports Business Journal today before this was made made official. Now, we knew it was coming, and we knew that there was an international tie into these things. So when I was reading the league memo that was put out for all of the clubs and all of the season ticket holders, that was the thing. That was my first question. Well, if the Titans are getting a home game, is it an actual home game or is it a home game overseas? Because that is something that the league has grand designs around because of the success of the London series as an event 
based uh, just as a big event for the league every year. This is what has been collectively bargained. Now, it does not go into effect until next season, not 2021, but 2022. So this, at this point, according to the NFL, and I'll read you the words exactly, all 32 clubs will play internationally at least once every eight years. The scheduling of up to four neutral sites per game in a country outside of the United States will focus initially on Canada, Europe, Mexico, South America, and the United Kingdom. In addition, interested clubs can continue to fall in tier to play home games internationally, as is currently the case. So that was my first question, because I read Ben Fisher's article, and Ben Fisher was on the radio show. He works for Sports Business Journal and covers the NFL at large. This was a big part of what the NFL was looking for. They really like they really like having these games, hosting these games in big events at famous arenas across the globe, like the Titans playing the Chargers at Wembley Stadium. If the Titans had played the Chargers in the regular season, uh, there would be zero draw, really. It's not a divisional game. Yes, it's a conference game, so it does have playoff implications. But there is nothing terribly sexy at the time about Marcus Mariota versus Phillip Rivers, which was the game. At that time, Derrick Henry was on a pretty bad cold streak. That was when he started to come out of it, if I remember correctly. He scored two touchdowns in that game. But at that point, there was nothing really drawing anybody to Titans Chargers outside of the fact that it was at Wembley and it was in an international game. And also, I enjoyed the hell out of going to London for a week, and I hope that happens more than once every eight years for the Tennessee Titans because I would enjoy very much another international trip. That was a great deal of fun um, at Wembley Stadium two, was that two? Yeah, two years ago, Mike Vrabel's first season as coach because he went for the win, remember it, instead of playing for overtime, which was very, very interesting to a lot of people. He was not happy after that press conference. I remember sitting that right before they, they, they loaded their asses back onto the plane and flew back to the United States. Uh, it was a uh, it was a tough scene for Mike Vrabel in that post-game press conference. What are your questions here tonight on uh, on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. We'll take more of those here in a second, right after I remind you quickly about our friends at Brimac Mechanical. Satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. They do it right for you, whether it's commercially, whether it's residentially, they will improve your air quality, make sure that you remain in your comfort zone as the seasons begin to change and make sure that you receive regular preventative, is the word I'm looking for, preventative maintenance on your heating and air conditioning units at Brimac.com. How can the owners like it that their revenues go overseas, says Titans for Life? Well, you know, that's a really good question. Um, And that's not necessarily, here's what I'll say, Titans for Life, because I don't, I don't want to misinform you because I have not, I I can't say that I've talked to anybody in an ownership position about what happens with league revenues for the individual teams when those games go overseas. Now it's softened by the fact that now you will see some teams retain that extra home game while only one team, or I guess four teams every eight years will play overseas. That kind of balances the rotation a little bit. It's probably born of something like owners and clubs 
not liking the fact that they're losing gate and concessions and things of that nature, everything that goes around a football game on a Sunday, that they're losing some of those things to overseas games probably brought something like this to fruition, where the league is looking to balance it out a little more. You add an extra home game to everybody's season, whether that be you know an extra preseason game where you're playing two preseason games and eight regular season games or nine regular season games and one preseason game that you're hosting at home because you're going to end up playing 10. But at this point, um, this is a situation where they have tried to balance that out. I think that this is the correction, but I don't want to speak from a place of ignorance. That's just that's the conclusion that I would draw without having talked to anybody in an ownership position. Now, I may be dead wrong, but that's just kind of the justification in my head that makes a lot of sense. A lot of a lot of times those games end up being better games this time. That, that Titans-Chargers game was wild, uh, and the environment was nuts. It was an open-air press box. That's, that's honestly as much fun as I've had uh, at an NFL game. Well, the London game was a big time. The playoff win in Baltimore was a big time. The playoff win in New England was a big time. That's probably it's probably top three. And yeah, I don't know. I've seen a lot of I've, I've seen a lot of fun football games uh, for the Tennessee Titans. I've been fortunate that way because I know that a lot of the games before I got here sucked. Uh, I just kind of feel selfish as fans and spectators of the sport asking for more and more of these guys. Well, that's interesting, Dom, because again. Dom, uh, I know Dom listened to the radio show, so he probably heard uh, he probably heard our friend Ben Fisher on the radio show earlier today. But Ben dropped the nugget in the middle of that interview that I think I already knew. But the 17 games is a part of the collective bargaining agreement. The collective bargaining agreement that was signed in March of last year was agreed upon by the league, which means the owners and the players on the players' association. So the union and the league came together and said, "Okay." This is what we're going to get done from 2022 on. And the thing that stood out to me about that, that I, I remembered being a part of this conversation, but I didn't remember the exact number. Ben Fisher said that 49.5, 49.5% of players voted against this current CBA, in part because of the additional regular season game. The guys at the top don't want to put their bodies through it even if it means additional revenue. Guys who are making hundreds of thousands of dollars a game, some you know, close to a million dollars a game, they don't care about the additional revenue coming from that game, even as the players are seeing a larger revenue split this year. 49.5% of them voted against. So it is hugely divisive among the players within the union, but that 50.5% was just enough to get them over the top at this point. This means less preseason games, and we all love that, especially season ticket holders who pay for those tickets, says Daniel Frame. Yes, and I did see uh, I did see that the uh, Titans put out a memo to their season ticket holders saying that the prices would not change for your packages given that you'll be getting an additional regular season game as opposed to what was formerly a preseason game. The season will just start earlier to start on September the 9th. Uh, how did they pass with only 49.5%? I was just about to ask that, says Dom. That 0.5% ended up being a big deal, Dom. That 0.5% super, uh, super passionate about uh, super passionate about making bottom line. And those are the players who 
need to make ends meet, who don't have the luxury of having enough financial stability to hold out, which is a situation that they would find themselves in. What does this mean for the NFL? What is your biggest question? Uh, my biggest question at this point is how many more international games get played? And I believe we've already answered that throughout the course of this show. How many more international games would be played was my biggest question. Um, and so now we know that the league is going to mandate clubs play one international game at least once every eight years. And they can continue to volunteer on a regular basis. We'll see how often the Jags volunteer for tribute under Urban Meyer, because I don't think Urban Meyer is going to have any interest in that whatsoever. Dylan Goodsell says, majority rules, man. September 9th, my birthday, sweet 21st, going to be fun. Oh, Trevor Thomas, happy early birthday in case we uh, forget to wish you a happy birthday on September the 9th, Trevor. Uh, we will look forward to that together. All right, let's move on to Nissan Stadium. A full house is what the NFL is expecting across the league by the, by the time play begins this fall. I want to know from you guys on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube, and on Twitch TV, are you more or lot less likely to go to an NFL game this year? I think this is an interesting question that will be based on a lot of people's uh, comfort level at this point. Let me know, are you more or less likely to go to an NFL game this year under with the understanding that it is supposed to be according or it is expected to be full capacity in NFL stadiums by Roger Goodell this fall. While you guys, uh, you guys answer that vaxxed up and ready, says V Love. Yes, congratulations to V Love for getting his first round of the vaccine. I'm very much looking forward to getting my first round and my second round of the vaccine. And then your boy is going to be drunk and naked in the streets. All of the time. I don't think I'll be able to do it at Titans games because I'm a professional and I work on Sundays. But by God, am I going to be out there in these streets? Give me your answer on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. Are you more or less likely to attend an NFL game in person this fall, given that the league expects these stadiums to be full? This fall. While you guys answer that, I will let you know about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. That is what you find at DraftKings Sportsbook. That is what you find when you enter the promo code A2Z Sports. You bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's just that simple. There's no better way to put your college basketball knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code A2Z Sports. That's A-T-O-Z Sports when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code A-Z Sports to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789 courtesy of the fine folks at DraftKings Sportsbook using the promo code ATOZ Sports that you see behind me. I was doing my best weatherman impression 
pointing backwards because I'm looking at something different on my screen than is actually behind me. And I think I'm pulling it off quite well. Are you more or less likely to go to an NFL game in person this fall? More likely, says Donovan Romaine on YouTube. Daniel Frame agrees. Armando says he's about to pack it in there like some sardines. I had a, I had anchovy pizza the other day. Sardines, love them. I don't know why more people don't like them, but that's okay. More for me. I'm willing to go. I'm over COVID, mask or no mask, says Jeff Roberts. Yeah, so I saw, because that's ultimately what it comes down to, right? It's, it's about your comfort level with the disease. And I know, you know, the disease has been politicized. Masks have been politicized. I think all of that is largely stupid. I think that it's all just about what is best for the, lo- the community at large, which at this point is safety, social distance, regular testing, and masks until further notice, right? You saw, I don't know how many of you saw the, uh, the director of the Center of Disease Controls basically, you know, uh, in tears in front of uh, in front of the federal government. I think that was yesterday um, that I was watching that on CNN, where she's saying, you know, she's scared for her, she's not scared for her life, but scared for everyone about a fourth wave. You see what's happening in Europe, and London Titan brings this up less because I don't think there will be NFL London games this year. Uh, countries are handling it differently. States are handling it differently. The NFL is planning on vaccinations, shots in arms people being ready to roll by the fall. Now, there was never going to be any kind of hesitancy for the NFL, right? Because they played through the pandemic and they really, outside of a few postponements, they really didn't delay or didn't didn't break stride. Uh, More likely, I'd go to every game if I could, says C. Smith, 0607. Karen O'Keefe says, I went to all last year and intend to go to every game this fall. I mean, it is, it is, uh, it's difficult. I mean, it is a difficult decision. Now, some of you who, you know, have had it or you're vaccinated and you're feeling comfortable about that, uh, Titans for Life says, I certainly wouldn't go to the first, to any of the first half of the season. Uh, I'm saying me personally, even masks weren't required. I'd still go, says Jeff Roberts. Uh, Less unless I don't have to wear a mask, says Josh K. Young. So he's on the, uh, he's on the opposite side of these things. Um, You know, there's a spike going around across the country. People are quite annoyed with the wearing of the masks. I understand it. I, you know, went last year, the alcohol killed the virus, says Armando. Well, Armando, that's, you know, let's not be ridiculous, right? I've had COVID. I'm certain, I won't say most of you, but a good good chunk of you have had COVID. Uh, It's nothing to mess with, right? Like nobody is downplaying the virus. Um, and I'll wear a mask as long as I, you know, as long as it is is reasonable to wear a mask. I, I have zero issues with that. The masks don't bother me whatsoever. I work out in a mask. I go to work in a mask. Hell, I did the radio show in a mask at Bridgestone Arena for the SEC tournament. And yeah, I mean, is it a, a little inconvenient? Sure. But I mean, it's not, if it helps, I don't give a damn. I just want this thing to be over with. I want shots in my arm and I want to make sure that uh, I want to make sure that I can go and enjoy things like we used to in a normal fashion. More even with a mask already, had my shot, so I am ready, says Stacey Wills. Um, you know, I'm going to be there regardless, so it doesn't affect me one way or the other. This is my job to go. 
Uh, it's not like it's any great sacrifice for me to go to an NFL game. It's uh, I'm paid to do it. I've been paid to do it for the last five years. I'm going to be there regardless, uh, and I'm going to be enjoying I mean, enjoying myself because the Titans handle us very, very safely, very, very socially distanced. There's plexiglass throughout the course of the press box in between everybody's seats. Like it's a very COVID safe environment, but you know, I'm, I'm isolated, right? I'm not out in the crowd. I'm not, I'm not in the stands. I, uh, I don't know if we're going to be allowed on the field again anytime soon, but we used to be. I imagine that those restrictions will still be pretty tight. Um, on media members, but that doesn't, of course, affect you guys. Uh, I love you, Buck, but no shot for me, says Josh K. Young. Hey, listen, I, you know, I'm not, Josh, that's your choice, right? Uh, I I do not, it is my preference to get a vaccine. I am not here to tell you that you, I, I would recommend that you get a vaccine. Science tells us that vaccines are helpful in situations like these. But if that's your choice, Josh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not mad at you. I'm not upset about it. I hope that it doesn't, you know, that people that share that opinion don't, uh, aren't a reason that things are delayed in coming back is the only thing that I would say, but I'm not going to pick a fight with you over it. You know what I'm saying? Like I know plenty of people in my life that don't want vaccines and I feel no differently about them other than it's my personal choice to go get a vaccine as soon as humanly possible um, because that is the path. Uh, it's the most, you know, it's the most cautious path. And I feel like even though I had it, um, why, why I don't have a roommate, I used to rent the, I used to rent, I have, I have a three bedroom house. I've got my bedroom, I've got the office that we do the primetime show in and I, had a, I have a, now a, a guest bedroom because I, my roommate gave me COVID while I was running that room out to him and I said, you know, during a global pandemic, it's probably no longer worth it to have a roommate anymore. And I, I still, I still love him to death. You know, I'm not mad at him um, unless I end up having like lasting effects and then I'm going to be pretty pissed. But anyway, uh, these are things that, that drone on. I'm getting vaccinated, but I still don't trust shit until they make a legit public announcement that they have a bona fide handle on this pandemic. Not going to be stupid enough to believe everything's back to normal just because we want it to be, says Dion. I feel like that's uh, that's how most people feel. Will you be able to do the Sunday night show from the press box again, says Randy? Yeah, I haven't. I didn't do that last year, right? Um, I hope so. I, I think so. Um, there has been no indications to the contrary. It's something I'm going to have to talk the Titans PR about and to each the difficulty is it's going to it's going to vary from city to city right uh cuz I'll be I'll be back on the road again this year I'll be at every Titans game again which I was not doing this year cuz everything was virtual and there was no reason for me to go um locker room interview says Cody Ratliff so it's the same kind of thing it depends on the city and what county we are in and and how strict their restrictions are the Titans play in Seattle and Los Angeles and New York this year. Those states are very, very buttoned up on COVID protocols. Uh, they also play the Jags. Florida is not buttoned up. Uh, they Tennessee is very, very prone or very, very willing to open things up more. So it's going to depend on, on how each PR staff in each respective city that we visit feels about one me hanging around in the press box um and two 
how teams handle post-game availability at this point. I very much expect it to be different depending on each state and each team that the Titans play this year. So I don't have a good answer for you on that. They don't have a good answer for you on that. Um, but they're hoping that things are in a place where they can get more stuff in person off the ground. I know Mike Vrabel hates the, Mike Vrabel hates Zoom. Mike hates Zoom because we as a media core, and I include myself in the, I mean, I don't think I'm that bad at Zoom. I shouldn't be because we've been doing this for over a year at this point. But Mike hates how inefficient, because we have, you know, our media cores, I love them. They are my family, uh, but they are largely old people. Uh, uh, Terry is an older gentleman. Teresa, I would not age her because she will come in the comments and swing on me. But Teresa is older. Rex Road is older. Kaharski is older. Tehran is older. And the generational divide has been never more present than it has during the uh, th during this uh, this off season because the people's inability to operate the zooms um, more than a year into the pandemic is infuriating and to watch Mike's face when we still haven't figured this shit out on a regular basis it is great it's funny to watch because I'm not the one normally getting in trouble for being bad at Zoom it's not like you know it's not like we're it's not like we get a demerit or something like that um, but at this point. I uh I just I I have uh I have zero interest in continuing to do the zooms. Uh I can't. It's only it's the only game I've been to and I left midway. Okay, I don't think Nick LeClaire is talking to me. Paul Paul is like 63 says Armando. He does behave like a 63-year-old. No, but I think Paul I don't is Paul, Paul may not be 50 yet. I don't know that for sure. I think I think Paul is I think Paul is 50. I know Glennon I know Glennon is in his 50s. I think Johnny is 52. I think Paul is younger than Johnny. Paul certainly acts younger than Johnny, although they both act like grumpy old men. Um, I don't, I want to say Paul is in his 50s, but I don't know. You should go tweet him and ask him. Um, Jeff Sawyer says, are you running to take, are you in running to take Hutton's spot on Titans radio, Buck? Yeah, I saw Paul's article about that. Uh, nobody has talked to me about that kind of stuff. So I, I have no idea. I literally, I show up to do the prime. Listen, I'm, I'm very honest with you guys about everything. Uh, and I read that interview that said I was going to have some kind of, some kind of, or that article that said I was going to have some kind of role in Titans radio right now. All I know is that I'm going to the games that I have a radio show for one Oh four, five, the zone that I have a podcast and a primetime show with a to Z sports uh, and anything else needs to be negotiated into my contract. And last I looked at my contract, there was nothing in there that said anything about taking Hutton's job. So um, as soon as I know, you, you guys will know. Uh, he turned 50 a few years ago, Sister Rickler, maybe 51 by now. Paul turned 50 in 2006. John Bertotti says, heck, I hate Zoom myself. I mean, listen, Zoom is hugely efficient for the podcast now. Uh, it's made the podcast, honestly, a lot easier to do. But for everything else, I'd rather do it in person. Uh, at that point, at this point, that is where I am with that. Let's move on to the gone viral video of the week. It's the halfway point on our primetime week because you know we do this show Sunday to Thursday night on the A to Z Sports streaming network from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. But let us discuss the gone viral video because it comes to us from Alabama's Pro Day. 
And the question around it is, should the Titans draft a center this year? If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you haven't been watching the Pro Days on NFL Network, they've been everywhere. I don't know how you miss them because it's almost, uh, really, it's the closest thing to football that we're getting right now since we can't see spring practices. But the question for you guys is, should the Titans draft a center this year? Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. We will discuss at length together. I will explain to you what exactly it is that I mean on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV here in just a second, right after I remind you about the fine folks at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Titans, of the Preds, who, uh, by the way, score. I'm, I have basketball on in here. I have not seen a score on the Nashville Predators. I know they're looking for their sixth straight tonight. I'll pull that up really quickly. They are down 2-1, the waning seconds of the second period. Nashville looking for their sixth straight win. So if they can pull it off here in Smashville against Dallas, that would improve their position in the Central Division. And yeah, it's incredible to me that they're going to hang on to a playoff spot. Anyway, Gary Ashton, your dream address without the stress. Don't sell without the intel that the Ashton team can provide to you at GaryAshton.com. Okay, should the Titans draft a center? Because if you don't know what I'm talking about, you haven't been watching Alabama's Pro Day. Because if you saw Mac Jones interviewed today, you know that Landon Dickerson was on the prowl and waiting to photobomb in very much Ben Jones style, waiting to photobomb or video bomb, I guess, his quarterback. Uh, so I was playing for everything. I had a script for Waddle and Smitty and just Smitty, so, and then none of them. So I had all the, the thought process planned out. But anyways, oh, there's Landon. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, uh, Landon Dickerson, the center, All-American. So there's Landon Dickerson screwing around the gone viral video of the week, the cartwheeling center for Alabama. The army crawl kills me, says Teron Davenport. Uh, I I do I do not think that center is an immediate need. We say that mostly just so we could play Landon Dickerson army crawling, Landon Dickerson crashing Mac Jones's pro day interview on the SEC Network. Uh, his post op on his ACL surgery seems to have taken quite well. Um, so I say that mostly tongue in cheek so that I could play the video of the cartwheeling center, Landon Dickerson from Alabama, who is going to be uh, who is going to be a good prospect when he makes it and. You know, Reed brought this up, so perhaps I'm hanging producer Reed out to dry, but he said, should we chirp at Taylor Lewan and say Landon's ACL? He's clearly rehabbing better than Lewan is because he looks to be all around fantastic. Big man cartwheels are impressive too, says Teron. Teron, who was, I, I can't remember the name of the kid from the Senior Bowl a couple of years ago. He was a small school prospect, defensive tackle. He did backflips. He ended up playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I really, Teron had him on his podcast talking with TD where he talked Kalen Saunders. Yes, so much fun. The backflipping big man who ended up playing for the uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs at this point. Uh, Teron had him on the podcast talking with TD has had a bunch of great, you know, no free ads, but talking with TD has had a bunch of killer interviews 
with these draft prospects. So well worth you checking it out in your favorite podcast app. Shout out to Tehran. He thrives this time of year. This is when our buddy TD eats 100%. And we will have to get him on closer to the draft. Because I, I hate that Tehran can't come on my radio show. I understand. It bothers me deeply. So in the meantime, we will have to we will have to take advantage of Tehran's gifts when it comes to prospect evaluation on the podcast. Because unfortunately, we not we cannot get my man TD on the radio show. But that's okay. We, uh, we still have access to all of the great film breakdowns that he does on his Twitter account and on the Talking With TD podcast. Amari Rogers and Rondale Moore this week. Oh, Rondale Moore. I love him. I, I'm in love with him, even though he went to Purdue. I hate that. I hate Purdue. I hate Drew Brees. I hate, uh, well, I, I joke with Dennis Kelly quite a bit that I hate him because he went to Purdue and he was smart because he got his master's at Indiana. So then I'm a little undecided, but uh, the, the talent, of Rondale Moore, the wide receiver from Purdue, is 100% uh, something that I would love in the Titans' offense. I think he's very, very much a Kyle Shanahan guy, which would uh, which would make me upset. Um, but at this point, I am I am uh, I'm in love with Rondale Moore. So he'll be on Toronto's podcast this week. I believe they come out on Thursdays. TD, if I am not mistaken, do uh, a 615 with TD. Well, you know, uh, now is not the time to ask Tehran. I will see what Tehran's schedule looks like for next Monday, because that's when we take the 615 Sessions podcast. But it is that time. It is that it will be draft month by the time next Monday rolls around for us to take the podcast. So we will hit Puka up in a, in a big way. Uh, or hit Tehran up, not Puka up. Puka is praising Tehran in the comment section. We will hit TD up for the podcast at some point, I am certain. Is there any chance we will get Clowney to Sawyer Kimbrough? Oh, we can talk about that another night because tonight the show's over. Tonight the show has been fun. We appreciate your guys' participation. As always, thank you for making this show what it is. Thank you for keeping up with us on the primetime show. Radio show tomorrow going to be a lot of fun. We have a loaded guest roster already. We're going to talk to Aaron Reese of The Athletic down in Houston. The Deshaun Watson thing is getting... Uh, really problematic for Deshaun, and the reporting on it, the latest reporting on it, is quite graphic. So we'll talk to Aaron Reese tomorrow. Will Compton makes his weekly appearance on the uh, what we call Bussin' with Buck. So we will talk to the boy tomorrow, and we will ask him if he has, now that the NFL has advanced to a 17 regular game season, if that makes it any more likely that he will get another job in the NFL, we will keep track of the life and times of that idiot Will Compton tomorrow on the radio show. If you missed the radio show today, it was a good one. Go check it out. Buck Rising on 104.5 The Zone. We will see you guys tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy the basketball that remains. Hopefully the next game is better than the Gonzaga game because right now that stinks. But what doesn't stink is the content that we're producing for you because I promise you, here at A to Z Sports, myself included, we are not tired yet. No!